Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Greetings, humans. You have entered the command zone, your destination for all aspects of Elder Dragon Highlander. Enjoy your stay. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Command Zone Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Weeks, and today we have a special guest upgrader. It's Jordan Bridgen. That's me. I'm Jordan. I write yeah. stuff on the channel. A writer? Yeah. Also on Twitter, you know, Jordan. All, all over the place. Not on Twitter if I can help it most of the time, but sometimes. No, they, they just put it below and oh. my brain was like, say it. <laughs> say it out loud. Sometimes I tweet. Let the people know. <laughs> we are talking about the Commander uh, Masters pre-cons today, specifically the Sliver pre-con. Mm. The Sliver Hive? What are they calling it? Swarm, excuse me. Sliver Swarm. Uh, the Sliver Swarm deck, it is a five-color sliver deck. It is like the most keywordy, the, the highest synergy of the creature type, certainly. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> when I started playing, slivers were the menace of right. magic. And yeah. hopefully... They will be again soon with this upgrade. With this. <laughs> that's, that's true. We are going to take this uh, pre-con and we are going to get it into fighting shape today. We're going to add 10 cards. We're going to take 10 cards out using a budget of $50. Uh, we're also going to talk about what comes in the box. What are the What's the face commander? What's the backup commander? How to make this uh, product work as well as you possibly can on a limited budget. Uh, but before we get into it... You can support the show and pick up this pre-con and all of the cards we're going to talk about today over at cardkingdom.com slash command. Card Kingdom has a great selection of sealed product and singles. Uh, Commander Masters is a really big reprint set. I know I'm going to have my eyes on singles prices, and I know you guys will as well. We hope that you're over there looking at cardkingdom.com slash command because they always send their singles safe and tidy and in one package that will show up all bundled, ready to play. So once again, you can support the show and pick up a cool new deck at cardkingdom.com slash command. And once those cards are in your hand, you're going to need to protect them. Go on over to ultrapro.com slash command to pick up some of the highest quality magic accessories in the business. They've got dice and sleeves, play mats, wall scrolls, everything that you need to be the most 
decked out magic player that you can possibly be. And I know if you're a sliver player, you are dedicated to the <laughs> hive. So you can pick up all of the sliver accessories that you are looking for. I'm sure they're going to do sliver grave mother play mats and sleeves and the whole shebang over at Ultra Pro. And you can always know what products are new and live on the Ultra Pro website by following their newsletter. So go ahead and sign up for that. You'll get notifications on when new products drop and when their things go on sale. Sometimes you can get great deals on deck boxes and, and binders and all the stuff you need to keep your cards safe and organized all on one place. UltraPro.com slash command. The final way to support us is directly go on over to patreon.com slash command zone. That's a great place to make sure that your money goes directly to making this show better for you. Uh, you pay our writers, you pay our performers, you pay our editors, and uh, you also get access to cool perks. Uh, you get to see game nights and extra turns a day early. Uh, you get to be the in the know uh, dedicated fan the, the day before episodes come out. And when they release spoilers, you're not like, God, I want to see it, uh, which is always what I am, especially when there's a, an episode that I'm in. I get excited to see it because <laughs> I don't get to see him behind the scenes. Uh, also, you get access to exclusive content like turn talk, which is like one of my favorite parts of extra turn. It's so much fun. A after you finish a game, all you want to do is talk about what your deck could have done. And ah, that was sweet when you did that. Now, what was that card? Yeah. And, and how does that normally work? Because uh, those discussions are really where the passion comes through and you get to see people people that are really excited about their decks and the game that they just played. So again, join our Patreon, support the show, and get some cool perks as well. Uh, one of those perks is we shout out one lucky patron every single podcast episode, and this one is dedicated to Michael, Michael Fine. Fine. Michael, you're so fine. You're mighty fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Michael. You rock. Uh, we are going to get into the main topic here. We're going to be talking about the Sliver Swarm Precon. Yeah, Sliver Swarm. This uh, this is a five-color Sliver deck, as they often are. You kind of have to be five colors to make Slivers work. Cause just, yeah. You want to play as many as you can. That's the thing. I've seen three-color Slivers decks, and they're very cool, and they yeah. they end up being a little bit different than, than five-color Sliver decks. Um, but... Five color is is traditional, and they have two new uh, slivers, five color commanders that yeah, they've introduced, which sort of adds to the list. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 exciting. This is a brand new day for slivers. So let's talk about the face commander and the backup commander for this deck, so we can decide what how exactly we are upgrading the slivers swarm precon. All Who's right. this face commander? The face commander is sliver grave mother. This is Wooberg cost, so one of each color, and it is a legendary creature, Sliver, and it's a 6-6. Six, six. And it says, the legend rule doesn't apply to Slivers you control. It's kind of neat. Okay. And it says, each Sliver creature card in your graveyard has Encore X, where X is its mana value. So, uh, and then Sliver Gravemother has Encore 5. So Encore, just to remind you, since it's been a while since it's been all that relevant, is... Uh, Basically, you exile the card from your graveyard, and then for each opponent, you create a token copy that attacks that opponent this turn if able. They gain haste. Sacrifice them at the beginning of the next instep. Sacrifice or activate only as a sorcery. Okay. So, 
I love the design on Silver Grave Mother. I think it's very, very cool. We've seen a number of five color silver commanders. There's mm-hmm. there's like the Tudor one, and there's the first sliver, which is a Cascade one. There's Indestructible. Uh, there's an, another one. I I'm there's like a lady and a guy and another and and then there's the swarm this is the one that to me feels like it is most like has a strategy to it besides yeah. just like, i just want to play slivers slivers right this is a graveyard focused mm-hmm. sliver deck because you sort of want as many slivers as possible in your graveyard yeah. and you're not you don't have a problem with them dying no uh and it m- really changes the tone of the deck a little bit. It's a little bit more black. And it, it can bring itself back, which is like kind mm. of a cool thing. You yeah. Know? I really like introducing Encore to Slivers also because it makes three bodies, right? And Slivers is all about having more Slivers. And it kind of lets Slivers feel a little bit more like the, the old 60-card Sliver decks a bit, right. where you would try and get, you know... Uh, three slivers that pump everybody out at right. the same time. Right. Uh, and you can't really do that in Commander most of the time, unless you're playing like Sliver Clones or something. But with Sliver Grave Mother, you get three of the thing. And that's sweet. It is notably very good with slivers that scale when you have three of them. So it's really great with Anthem effects. Like mm-hmm. the car- slivers, with slivers get plus one, plus one. If you have three of them, slivers get plus three, plus three. Bing. It is notably not great with the keyword ones. That's like slivers get menace. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter if you have one or three, slivers have menace. Uh, so there's some cool abilities that scale really well. There's some abilities that don't scale as well, and we are going to get into them as we talk. But I, I think uh, this shows a combat-focused sliver deck that has a lot of resilience on the back end. Yep, absolutely. Very cool. The backup commander to this deck is a curious one, and not a particularly <laughs> slivery commander, for she is In a fact, human wizard. Not a sliver, yeah. <laughs> so uh, her name is Rukarumel, Rukarumel, biologist. She too is Wooberg, a human wizard that is a 3-3. As Rukarumel, biologist, enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. Slivers you control and non-token creatures you control are the chosen type in addition to their other creature types. This The same is true for creature spells you control and creature cards you own that aren't on the battlefield. She also has an activated ability that says three tap, create a 1-1 colorless sliver creature token. So in this deck, you would cast her she would come in and you would name slivers and now all of your non-tokens that are slivers are, yeah which the in thing this about deck, this deck spoiler they're already slivers they're slivers already it just makes her also a sliver, a sliver. so you know it's neat. It's super cool. There, I think there's things yeah. you can do with it. It's like it's like having a conspiracy or arcane adaptation in your command zone right um, it's, it's it's a neat commander. It's a very cool build around. It does not make any sense as the lead singer of this deck. No. <laughs> Making silver tokens is is neat, but it just doesn't do much here. This deck is particularly special because it does have a third commander possibility if you want to have one that is a reprint. It has Sliver Hive Lord, hmm. which is Wooberg for a sliver, and it says sliver creatures you control have indestructible. And it itself is a five five sliver. Um, Simple, effective, gets the job done. 
Yeah, this is the kind of Sliver Commander we're used to, where it's just like Slivers have have menace and lifelink and flying and indestructible and they're impossible to deal with. Yeah, exactly. It's it's Slivers already just stack up all these effects and Mm -hmm. snowball. And the commander is often one that just stacks up some effect that's gonna make them have a finisher. It's going to be a sort. big problem. Yeah. And this one's certainly a big problem. I could see putting Silver Hive Lord comfortably in the command zone and just being like, you know what? I don't want to mess with Encore. <laughs> I am like, I'm just going to put Sliver Hive Lord in the command zone and it's going to be a much more straightforward build. Absolutely. Especially if you're new to Commander and or you're giving this to somebody who's new to Commander, I could see just being like, just play this one. Mm-hmm. We'll, me- we'll teach you this one later. Right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it takes a little less finesse to play a card that's just everything gets indestructible, which is great. It's really powerful. Uh, we are not going to focus on on Silver Hive Lord, but we wanted to mention that it was a possibility. Definitely. In order to choose the correct commander for this precon, uh, we are going to get into this box and break down the stats. Stats. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so we are going to talk about the categories of cards that are exist in the precon as it exists off the shelf. First, we're going to break down the kinds of cards that go into every single deck. The ramp, the card drop, the nuts and bolts of the deck. Then we'll talk about the more uh, deck-specific stats in a moment. But first, let's talk about the regular stuff. So this mm-hmm. deck has 11 ramp in it. Okay, Which isn't too bad. I, I mean, I'd, I'd put that on the lower end of the threshold of how much I like to have in Yeah, decks. Slivers also have a low curve, so I could see it not trying to, like, power out a ton of mana, but yeah. 11's a little low. But you still want to be playing a lot of Slivers, and right. especially if you're going to be playing around the Encore thing, you might want to be Encoring multiple ones from the Command Zone. That's true. Uh, next, it has 11 pieces of card draw. Okay. Also, uh, about the same yeah. vibe. Where it's, like, good enough. Yeah. Not it's bad for a pre-con. Yeah. Um, it has five pieces of targeted interaction. That is quite low. I think it's very low. Yeah. I don't tend to run a ton of interactions in my deck, and I run I run like eight. Mm-hmm. I, I do like to run. I, yeah. I tend to try and get to at least 10 pieces of interaction in yeah. my deck. Um, I, I guess I could see, since you just want more space for slivers, it doesn't. you're not going to be the one who's removing stuff. You're yeah. going to be the one who's being removed. Player removal is removal is the sliver mindset for sure. Yeah, but I, I still think that's a bit low. I agree. It has three board wipes in the deck. Okay. That seems fine to me. It's about right. It's a little high for an aggro deck. Board wipes are going to be the bane of a sliver deck. Yeah, you, you force everybody else to have the board mm-hmm. wipes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 37 lands. Okay. Uh, here's the kicker, though. Yeah. It has 11 basic lands and 16 tapped lands. Oh, man. 16 tapped lands. That's a very slow start. Yeah. Especially for a deck that wants to have a fast start. That's a really tappy deck. You're, you're just going to, like, if you are counting on hitting a land drop and casting something off of that, it's not going to happen a lot of the time. Yeah. I mean, it just puts you a whole turn behind with slivers, where, like, slivers, you really want something on two, you yep. want something on three, you want something on four, and then you're a big threat, like, at that point mm-hmm. at by by like turn five or six yeah. for sure so those tap lands you are going to feel them yeah which brings us to the things that this deck specifically needs that maybe don't not all decks need but yeah makes the sense seasoning for this one. the the specific dish um in this one there are 41 slivers that's good 
Yeah, that's that's great. That's a lot. And in sliver decks, I think you really do want that many. Absolutely. Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't go much past forty. You still do need like the vegetables in the deck. Yeah. But I definitely wouldn't go much less than I don't know thirty thirty five. I mean, I I tend to like want at least like thirty of something in at a, least in a yeah. that thing matters deck. But especially with slivers, it's yeah. just like you want to have as many as you can fit for sure. There are 11 Anthem effects in this deck. Cool. Makes sense. Slivers want to go wide and also tall. Mm -hmm. There are six pieces of board protection. Love that. Really good. Yeah. Slivers want to commit to the board. Absolutely. Like, I mean, any, like, if you've seen Slivers in play in, like, any format, Mm -hmm. they want to play a lot of them. And things like board wipes are the bane of a Slivers deck existence, as I just kind of mentioned before. So protection, great. Protect your key pieces, really important. Um, the next one is uh, a little broad, but it's five graveyard fillers. Yeah. So your commander cares about Encore, which only works from the graveyard. These are cards that either loot and put cards in the graveyard, or they mill, or they're like slivers that sacrifice themselves. Just ways to get stuff to the graveyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is quite low. I think if I was building a bespoke version of this commander, yeah. it would be much higher, like 10 at yeah. least. I, I think it makes sense in the pre-con mm-hmm. because you do want to, you don't want to be so reliant on the graveyard if you potentially do want to switch up the commander or something right. like that. Um, so they're really picturing, you can tell from this, they're really picturing the commander as more of a like, okay, there's been a board wipe. I need to rebuild. Yeah. My graveyard is full because all of my stuff died. Yeah. And, and I mean, to be fair, slivers draw hate. Yeah. Like if you have slivers out on the battlefield, people are going to be picking off your most important slivers. They because have to. It doesn't take long to realize how much slivers are going to snowball. Absolutely. Uh, there's one final category I wanted to mention because this is a five color precon. There are 19 pieces of fixing in the deck, which that's nice. That's a lot. So I, I wanted to clarify what I mean by fixing it. it fixing is like anything that gives you access to more than like four colors. Sure. So I included like the the tapped fetch lands, uh-huh. which can fetch up multiple colors. I included like cultivates and and mana rocks that tap for five colors or yeah, something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, even I like command tower counted as fixing. So there's like 19 pieces that will help you cast these spells. Yeah, and I mean, historically, five color mana bases and precons have been tough, and I don't think mm-hmm. this is an exception to that history. So at least, you know, the the fixing that's in there, there's a decent number of options. Yeah, and that means that you can put those uh, basics to work as well. There are 11 basics in the deck. Okay, so those are the stats. That is what uh, the deck is doing roughly mechanically. Based on that information and the what the commanders themselves do, who do you think we should put in the command zone? Sliver Grave Mother. It's gotta be, right? Yeah. yeah. We, we both agreed Sliver Grave Mother is, is just a more of an interesting Sliver Commander than yeah. Sliver Hive Lord. Mm. If you want to put Sliver Hive Lord in, you can probably do it with no changes, and it will also be quite it'll effective. It'll work just fine. Yeah. There's more to build around with Sliver Grave Mother. I also think it actually like has a really strong place in the the sliver game plan mm-hmm. because you're almost definitely going to get board wiped yeah. and sliver grave mother is going to really help you build back from that absolutely i yep. i th- i think this card reads like a commander but could easily be in the 99 of any of any five color sliver deck yeah um yeah i i agree i think that grave mother is just going to be 
you know, we were excited to see, like, this is a sliver commander we've never seen before. So let's see what we can do with her. All right. We have talked about what is in the box mechanically. Let's talk about what's in the box financially. We're going to break down the reprint value of this product. Uh, what kind of what kind of cards are you getting for the amount of money that you're investing into it? Um, it is worth noting that in this box, there are 79 reprints because there are 10 new cards and there are 11 basics. So almost 80 reprints in this deck. It's yep. a lot. Um and they will all only those cards will be included in the reprint cost. value. Yeah, because we, we don't know yeah. what everything else is going to cost. Of course, we are um, taking prices before everything is announced. All of these are not literal prices because these prices won't be the numbers that you see when you go online. But uh, these are this is the time that we take this data every time mm -hmm. and we can compare it to precons in the past and tell you what kind of value you're getting more comparatively rather than literally. Uh, but that being said, uh, the total reprint value in this precon is $153.50. Okay. That sounds good, it right? Sounds good. If if $153 was the reprint value of any old precon, we would, would be, be sounding the horn. Just amazing. There would be a parade. Uh, however, these precons are almost twice as expensive as precons tend to be. Yeah, they're like $80 when precons in the past have been around 40 bucks. So the value that we've come to expect in a precon, if you're going to double what it costs on the shelf, we would expect the reprint value to be double that. Yeah, and it's it's not there. <laughs> it is not there. $153. So if you're spending $80 on this precon, you would roughly want, we would be happy with like $200 worth of value. Yeah. Is is generally if, the if line. If we want to kind of be in keeping with what we've expected from these in the past. Right. Which is like, like the average reprint values of previous sets for comparison. Remember, these are $40 precons. Baldur's Gate was $104. Brothers War was $95. All Will Be One was at $101. And March of the Machine was averaging $97. Those are for $40 precons. Now, so, you did something kind of cool here, yeah, which I, I like. Yeah, some math. Some, some math Rachel put together, <laughs> which is like for each of those, for the $1 that you spent cash how much per one dollar you spend how much money are you getting yeah like how much card value are you getting out of it financially yeah. so and if it was like if it cost a hundred dollars and you got a hundred dollars of value you'd be getting one dollar yeah one dollar for your one dollar yeah and so i calculated those with the forty dollar precons and for Baldur's gate it was about two dollars and sixty cents of value for your dollar not bad brothers war was about two dollars and 38 cents for your one dollar yeah uh, All Will Be One was about $2.50, and March of the Machine was about $2.40. So pretty consistent in a yeah, lot of ways. Yeah, right around like $2.50 seems to be where we are most happy with mm -hmm. it, because those are the ones that are around $100 and $104. So we are excited to see a number around $2.50 for every $1 you spend. The Sliver Swarm value is $153.50. If you divide that by the $80 that you're roughly spending, obviously $80 is yeah. approximate because MSRP is impossible to measure. 
Uh, if you divide the $153 by 80, that means your bang for your buck value is $1.92 for every $1 spent. Yeah, less than $2. That's brutal. That is less than all of these by yeah. a long way. And so it, even to just closer compare it, I was like, okay, I'll take that bang for your buck value, that $1.92, and I'll multiply it times 40. So yep. like what this value would look like if we had spent $40 on it. And it's $76.75. Yeah, that's that's which is terrible. abysmal value. It's so bad. It's so low. And like if if it was $76 for any of these precons, we would have torn it apart. And, and, and you got to remember that even though it's like, if we were paying 40 and got 76, it's like, oh, are you getting more value than you pay for? You're also getting lots of like a dollar, mm-hmm. like $2 cards. So it's not like you could just turn those cards around and immediately right. get that value. This is this is really low. <laughs> it's very disappointing, especially because this is the precon that people are really excited about. Pe- like the players that love slivers, love slivers. Yeah. I mean, you were talking about your friend... I have a friend who who has not played Magic in a long time, but he still pulls out his collection all the time. And he wants to get back into Magic because he heard there's a Sliver deck coming out. And it's a little hard to justify telling him to get it. Yeah. Because it's 80 bucks. But people people care very deeply about Slivers. They're right. a tribe that some people really connect to, you know. So this is like this is an, a compelling product already. Mm-hmm. And the fact that like you can't be like go run out and buy this and get these cool new slivers yeah. that we're going to talk about. It's it's a bummer. Is brutal. It just doesn't feel like I was talking to people before all of these numbers came out and they were like, "Man, I hope I hope the precons have like full art lands or something in them to really justify Yeah. the increase or they have more foils or something." And they just something, didn't do any of that. Something that would just make it worth it a bit more. They added like one card that's a little bit more and that's fine, but you doubled the price. So you get double the uh, scrutiny. So I guess let's go into the cards that they've added in that yeah. are actually valuable reprints. Right. We are only going to talk about the cards that are worth $5 or more, the ones that the reprints are actually going to be felt. Um, and we'll, and we'll, we'll break them down. Yeah. And there are nine. There are nine cards that are worth more than $5. Pretty good. The biggest one, the one that is like the most expensive right now, mm-hmm. is Synapse Sliver. Oh, yeah. And uh, this one is uh, four and a blue, and it basically just makes it whenever a sliver deals combat damage to a player, its controller may draw a card, which is great. Really key in a sliver deck. That feels really important awesome. reprint. And yeah. it's like it, this is the perfect place for this kind of thing mm-hmm. to be reprinted. So we're excited to see that. The Sliver Hive Lord reprint is also great. We've mentioned it. That's sitting at $17 right now. Uh, another important reprint is Gale Rider Sliver. This is at $12. It is a one mana sliver that gives all of your slivers flying. Seems, yeah, just realistic. Really, good, really powerful. Uh, there's three visits, which is just kind of a standard green ramp card. Uh, you know, for a long time, three visits was this like only dollars. Three kings. Yeah. <laughs> I have an original one I'm very proud of. Oh, I'm so jealous. That's really cool. <laughs> but uh, now it's printed often and it's still good. Uh, yeah, that's sitting out at around $7.50, which um, 
I'm glad you're reprinting it. Please yeah. reprint it more. Three Visits is a great card. Uh, Vanquisher's Banner caught another reprint. It's at $6.50. Brood Sliver, which makes token slivers, is at $6. Crystalline Sliver, which gives your slivers shroud, is at $6. Realm Walker, it's the changeling lets you cast cards of the same type off the top, is $5. And Windfall catches hey. a mysterious reprint yeah. uh, and is at $5. I mean, you know, every blue deck could use a Windfall. Most I'd, of the time, I'm so. not mad at a Windfall reprint. It just it was like sliver, sliver, sliver. Sliver, 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 wheel. Windfall. Hmm. <laughs> All right, okay. So there are nine cards over $5, and that's a thing that we're, we're gent, like, that's more than we ever see in the $40 yeah. pre-cons. It's great to, to see these cards reprinted. The glaring missing card on this list is Sliver Hive. It just would have been so easy. It's, it doesn't, where else are you going to reprint it? This is where it goes. This is a perfect <laughs> place for it. And now Silverhive is like going to be so expensive. You can only put it in a set that like has slivers as a major theme yeah. for something. I I I don't do not know why they didn't put Silverhive in. A this. maddening lack. It's also like a ten dollar card. Yeah. It really would have uh, really would have helped the, the value thing here. Um, it would have helped a lot. All right, so that's what's in the box financially. Obviously, if you're excited about it, go ahead and pick up the this box. If you want to calculate. Like your own, am I getting enough bang for my buck? Uh, you can multiply that dollar and ninety-two cents by the price tag that you find, and see if you're happy with that. Uh, or you can divide it. Yeah. yeah, you take the the value we've given you and divide it by how much you're paying for it, and then you can check out that bang for your buck number. Yeah. And uh, or just get it because you're excited about slivers. Well, yeah, and if you're excited about the deck, like don't do get it wrong. Yeah, well, it's gonna be fun, and yeah. slivers are great. We're just you know. Sad that they didn't give a more affordable sliver option here. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, so before we go to our mid-roll, I want to talk about the best cards in the deck. These are the cards that when you draw them off the top, you're like, we are moving now. Things are going great. This is like, we are psyched. Um, I think the best one, or well, maybe not the best, but one of the very best is... Yeah. The Synapse Sliver. Oh, I yeah. Mean, it's expensive for a reason. It's Huge reprint, really pop powerful. Synapse Sliver is going to be one of those cards if you're like, cool, I got a Synapse Sliver out. Mm -hmm. This game is going to go my way. Yeah, it's like a Sliver <laughs> Kindred Discovery, basically. It's, yeah. it's you, you have to connect, but it's like you draw so many cards. Yeah. Uh, and with your commander, if you encore it, now if you have three Synapse Slivers, now anytime a Sliver deals combat damage, you draw three cards. <laughs> that would be... It would be Careful. nuts. So Careful. Cool. That's too many cards. <laughs> uh, the next great card, uh, next best card in the deck, hey, where these aren't in any order, is Lava Belly Sliver. So this is one, a red and a white for a 2-2 two -two Sliver. It is, says, Sliver creatures you control have. When this creature enters the battlefield, it deals one damage to target player or planeswalker, and you gain one life. Also, really good with the Encore. Yeah. Because suddenly every sliver you play... Yeah. Yeah. It's three damage and you gain three life. What is the... They become helix, lightning helix. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. Uh, so, yeah, you uh, if you Encore Lava Belly Sliver, they all enter, they all see each other, you deal nine damage to somebody and gain nine life. You Encore another sliver, you deal eight, now you're at 18 and you gain 18 life. And you spent like six mana or yeah, something like easy. that at this point. Really, really good in this deck, especially if you can get it on court. And finally, the third card we had is one of the best cards in the deck is Realm Walker, which is really just a, a solid card for any typal deck. And mm. it's nice that they put it in here. Um, 
it lets you choose a creature type, which is going to be slivers when you enter the battlefield. You can look at the top of your a library at any time, and you can cast creature spells of the chosen type from the top of your library. So there's a lot of slivers in this deck. You're going to be getting a lot of hits off of Realmwalker. Absolutely. Yep. This card is really, really solid, and it prevents you from overcommitting f- from your hand. Yep. So if you can play stuff off the top, it's like you're drawing a card and then maybe drawing the next card, and yeah, maybe drawing a very the next card, effect. and not spending any of the cards that are actually in your hand. Cool. Uh, so those come in the box. We're going to talk about the 10 cards you can add to buff this deck up. Make sure it is the most powerful sliver deck at your next game night in just a few moments because we're going to get a couple of words from our sponsors. Jordan Rodem. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. How's it, everybody? We're excited to announce the return of Game Night's Tokens. Dun, dun, dun. Each order includes 40 total tokens all in one pack. There are four of each token, and there are 10 tokens. These will be available in other premium versions. We have a premium foil and a gold foil version. And of course, the ultra premium gold foil tokens come in a special high quality drawer box. It's a really cool way to show off your Game Night's bling. Yeah, I even use this box for other things. It's very sturdy and it looks sharp. Plus, if you want to show that you're the biggest Game Night fan out there, our top tier pledge level has something really special. It's a custom-made double-sided playmat that features all of the art from the tokens with a really cool comic book-inspired layout. Yeah, very few of these end up getting made. As with all of our Kickstarters, this is for a limited time, so this is your best chance to get your hands on these tokens and playmats. Just go right now, lock in your order, don't mess around, just guarantee that you're going to get them. Absolutely. All right, thanks everyone, and get your pledge in now. And then I'm gonna flash out Illusory Ambusher, I will bolt it to draw three cards, and I will sneak attack out Triskaidekaphile. I'll go to my upkeep, and I will win the game. That was your first time playing the deck? Yeah. Well, I mean, first time in paper. I've already goldfished it like a hundred times on Architect. Their playtester is super user-friendly. Playing cards just takes one click, and you can mulligan, tutor, and move through your turns with the press of a key. There are simple menus with counters and copies, and you can take notes on cards as you play them. Architect is the best place to browse, brew, and playtest commander decks. Just go to architect.com slash command zone to get started. That's A-R-C-H-I-D-E-K-T dot com slash command zone. Welcome back, everybody. We are upgrading the Sliver Swarm pre-con. We're going to add 10 cards, take 10 cards out using a budget of $50. But before we get to those cards, we're going to talk about our intentions with this upgrade. What, what are the holes we're trying to patch? What um, what are we trying to smooth over? 
Um, it, it's worth noting we don't tend to touch the mana bases on these. Yeah. And the mana base is sort of the biggest problem in this deck. If you want to really upgrade the deck, you should try and go improve the mana base a bit. Mm-hmm. Which can not always feel fun, but will feel fun when you're casting your cards on curve and yeah. that sort of thing. So if you if you want to rework the mana base a little bit and and get some of the untapped lands that you have in your collection into here, that makes total sense. Uh, trying to get some of those tap lands out of there definitely makes sense. But we tend to give you spells to upgrade the actual you know meat of the deck. Uh, but if you're like, I feel like I should upgrade the mana base. You should upgrade. You, you should, should upgrade the mana base. It's rough. But what we are trying to do is uh, one, kind of yep. lower the curve of the deck. Yeah. Um. They, they, there's a lot of sort of clunky big slivers mm-hmm. that are neat and showy, but you can get a similar effect with cheaper slivers and. Yeah, like especially with encore. There's this opportunity for a really explosive turn yeah. where you cast where you encore like five or six slivers all in one turn and they all have haste and they all have these keyword abilities and they're all pumping each other. It's so lowering that curve just means that you can cast more slivers at the same time. Absolutely. And then we're trying to put in a couple more slivers that, that um, really play well in duplicate, mm-hmm. like so that when they're on cord, you can triple that ability and do something really impressive and fun. Yeah. We bulked up the interaction a little bit and wanted to make sure that you have lots of cards in your hand in case you need to re build yep uh but that is the general idea let's get to it yeah this first category is called scary slivers spooky (laughs) they're all scary slivers (laughs) that's the secret yeah i'm always scary uh the this first one is sweet oh and is a craig lanchette staple oh yeah this uh, craig this is a total craig card virulent sliver which is one green for a one one Creature sliver. All sliver creatures have poisonous one. So, poisonous. Poisonous is like infect-ish. Yeah, let's read it. So it says, whenever a sliver deals combat damage to a player, that player gets a poison counter. A player with 10 or more poison counters loses the game. So an interesting thing is if you encore virulent, virulent sliver, now... You have three virulent slivers, which says all of your slivers have poisonous one, poisonous one, poisonous one. And that is basically like having poisonous three. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> and if they have double strike, oh no. If you connect with four slivers, four of any slivers after encoring the virulent sliver, which by the way, costs one with your commander out, mm-hmm. uh, someone dies. Yeah, it's outrageous in this deck, and it is only 25 cents. It's worth noting, too, that the way Poisonous works, as opposed to Mm -hmm. Infect, they still deal their damage. So you're not turning off the damage of all your slivers by doing this like you would with Infect. Um, Really, really strong in this deck, and will be an out-of-nowhere win. Mm -hmm. Up next, uh, not all that flashy, but just a solid... Sliver staples, muscle sliver. This is one in a green for a 1-1 sliver, and it says all slivers get plus one, plus one. You're going to want that. A classic. It's only $1, and when you have three of them, everything gets plus three, plus three. Plus, yeah. it's only two mana to encore. Huge. 
Uh, along with that is its brother, Predatory Sliver. One and a green slivers you control get plus one, plus one. It's exactly the same card. They're exactly the same. Uh, they have a different name. One, that's it. One buffs slivers you control. One buffs slivers in oh, general. That's a great point. If that you is the, the sliver difference. mirror match, maybe hold on to that, that one is, sliver. That is the difference. <laughs> there is a difference. Uh, but functionally, there is not much of a difference. Yeah. Um, but just, just imagine having both of these in your graveyard, paying four mana to give your entire board plus six, plus six. And you have six bodies. Amazing. Really? Just with those two cards? Sounds like fun magic to me. (laughs) Yeah, they stack really, really well with Encore, and they're really good early. If you can get them down, you start applying pressure. And that's what slivers do, is they push you until you have a board wipe. Yeah. You're just like, you have to deal with me now. And then they deal with you. And now you cast your commander, and you Encore, 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 and they're dead slivers it, I, I think it's gonna be very fun it's sweet it's sweet <laughs> so this next one is is one that I, i'm a little surprised they didn't put in the deck but i wish they did it's, it's gonna be fun so inclusive um this is the first sliver which is wooberg so one of each color for a seven seven legendary creature sliver which by the way the, the commander rule, makes legend yeah. rule not apply mm-hmm. so you can still use the encore on this but it basically just has Cascade. So you cast it, and you'll get something for less than five. But then it says Sliver Spells you cast have Cascade. Ooh. That's really good. So this is is like the ultimate Sliver commit to the board thing. Every time <laughs> yeah. you cast a Sliver, more Slivers come out of your deck. And more, and more, and more Slivers. Which makes sense. It's the first Sliver. It and gives birth to the rest. Honestly, this might be overkill. <laughs> But if you encore it and you cast a sliver spell, it cascades three times. Yeah. (laughs) Cascade stacks. So now all of your slivers say cascade, cascade, cascade. Yeah. You're you're making your own, uh, uh, what's what's that giant Uh, devastator? Apex Apex Devastator. Devastator. Yep. Yeah. It's... um, (laughs) <laughs> so the first sliver is at the time of recording at $22. So it is taking up a big chunk of the budget because it does such wild and fun things with Worth the commander. It, but if you don't want to spend that money, totally understand. But Cascade, Cascade, Cascade is for also, 22 bucks. Once you have the deck built, if you feel like mixing it up, it also makes a great commander. Itself. It does. First sliver is super fun. I still like uh, the the commander who's in the deck more. Yeah. I, yeah. l- I really like the Grave Mother like Grave way more than really any of the other ones. I uh, This next card is a staple in any typal deck. And careful, don't deck yourself. It's Kindred Discovery. Three blue blue for an enchantment. When it enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. Sliver. Sliver. Whenever a creature you control <laughs> of the chosen type enters the battlefield or attacks, draw a card. This card's insane. Yeah, it's so broken. Yep. Um, something that I like about this that I wasn't even thinking about when we added it was Kindred Discovery draws you so many cards. Oh, yeah. And And when you Encore, that's three ETBs. It's three ETBs and it's three attacks. Yeah. So you draw six cards for one Encore uh, sliver. Outrageous. Yeah. But also you draw a ton of cards and then you go to discard, which puts slivers in your graveyard. So it's a little bit of self-mill that can load you up for that big turn. That's kind of spicy. It's kind of cool. Oh, right. Smart we are. (laughs) That was totally the plan. The plan from point one. Yeah, Kindred Discovery is at $12 right now, but I believe it caught a caught a reprint in the main set. So maybe it comes down a little bit. Yeah. And it's worth having too. Really, really strong. You want it for a lot of typo decks. Mm. 
Up next, we have a homing sliver, which is two and a red for a 2-2 creature sliver. Each sliver card in each player's hand has sliver cycling three. Explain sliver cycling for those of us who haven't cycled with a sliver. So sliver cycling, there's a couple other like type cycling yeah, out cycling, there. Wizard cycling, land things cycling. like that. But it basically means you pay three, you discard the card, and then you search your library for a sliver card, reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle your library. This is great in a lot of ways for yes. this deck. Because one, you put those slivers into your graveyard. You discard them and you can bring them back. You want to put them there. And it refills your hand with the best slivers in your deck. <laughs> this card is huge. And it's also 25 cents. Yeah. That's wild. It's an absolute auto-include in this deck. Yeah, for which sure. Which is why we included it automatically. <laughs> <laughs> this next one is my favorite sliver ad in the on our list. It is Basil Sliver. It is two and a black for a sliver, and it says, All slivers have. Sacrifice this creature. Add black black to your mana pool. It is a 2-2. I, I was a little iffy on this one when, when you suggested it. Yeah. But the more I think about it and look at it, it's 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 going to be kind of nuts. <laughs> so sack outlets on your slivers are very, very good. There's mm -hmm. a couple in the deck already, but most of them require mana to activate. Yeah. This one makes mana when you activate it. It makes black mana, which you're like, how many black slivers can there be? What am I supposed to do with black mana? You can pay for encore costs. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... So you can, like, if you have an onboard muscle sliver mm -hmm. and you sacrifice that muscle sliver Make to put it black. into the graveyard, you add two black to your mana pool. You use that two black to encore the muscle sliver. Now you have three muscle slivers. They all sacrifice for black. You're going to sack them at the end of turn probably. But you could, you can use, then you sack. So if you encore basil sliver uh -huh. for three... Now you have three basil slivers. Ooh. They make six black mana. <laughs> You're up mana. It's insane. I, I think that there's some crazy, <laughs> crazy stuff. There you have do to be there. loops or something. We, we, we didn't put one in the deck, but if you want to play one of my favorite cards yeah. that also everyone will hate you for, yeah. throw a Torment of Hailfire in there. <laughs> yeah, stack all your slivers. <laughs> Get the loop like, going and be like, <laughs> bam. That was a good sliver sound. That's how I picture slivers in my head. Yeah, I kind of like it. Yeah, yeah, one of those. Official sliver sound. This card is, I mean, it's so cheap, right? It's got to be wildly cheap. Where is it? Can I throw it? Oh, it's 75 cents. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be one of the better slivers in your deck, especially for that big explosive turn that we are talking about with yeah. your commander in And play. another example of, of a sliver that that is just fun specifically in this commander, which right? is a big plus for Yeah, this, this cool isn't like a great sliver for other sliver decks. It's yep. awesome here, which uh, is very exciting. Up next, we have Patriarch's Bidding, which mm -hmm. is three black black for a sorcery. And it says, each player chooses a creature type. Each player returns all creature cards of a type chosen this way from their graveyard to the battlefield. Uh, what creature type would you pick, Sliver. Rachel? Uh, oh! Slivers, your honor. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I feel like I should have seen that coming. Yeah, I. no one is going to benefit from this more than you are. It's no. just, especially if you go with a more graveyard-focused version of this deck, if you want to include a couple of slots that, that mill yourself, there's slivers that loot, There's now we have cycling slivers and sacrifice slivers, get them all back. And slivers are such a powerful tribe. Yeah. That even if you're playing against a different typal deck, mm. 
it probably works out better for you. Yeah, you're not even you're like you're like merfolk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you have? Island walk Look, now? These are thirteen thirteens with life link and menace. <laughs> All right. Like it's cool. Uh, there's a Patriarch's bidding it has a downside, and you're not even going to see it in this deck. Plus, it's only $2.25. Uh, they have to board wipe you. Have a plan. Uh, this next card is sweet. Yeah, and, and those in a lot of decks. You can do a lot of fun stuff with this card. Sundial of the Infinite. Infinite, infinite, infinite. Infinite. Sliver, 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 sliver. <laughs> uh, Two-mana artifact. It has an activated ability that says one tap and the turn. Activate this ability only during your turn. <laughs> Wait, why would you want it in your turn? Uh, with the Encore, sacrifice abilities on the stack. You can end the turn and keep them. You can keep them. <laughs> oh, my God. Completely That's insane. too many slivers. Yeah, this card is really, really strong in the deck. Um, and it's, it's great in any deck with Encore. So... Uh, definitely makes the list. It's at $7 and worth every penny. Uh, finally, we added one piece of spot removal just to up that number a little bit. You don't need a ton of interaction in this deck, but you do need to be able to answer the things that are a problem for you, like a ghostly prison, or I guess this doesn't answer a ghostly prison. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Anyway, uh, it's D spark white and a black for an instant exile target permanent with mana value four or greater. This just handles so oh, yeah. much. Mm -hmm. If you don't, if you if you aren't going to run a ton of interaction uh, in a deck, you definitely want the interaction that you do have to hit any of the problems you're looking for. Yep. You need it to be flexible and efficient, and you're in five colors, so it might as well be the best. Uh, D Spark is also twenty five cents. Love it. This totals to forty six dollars and fifty cents. And you can use the last three fifty to. Get some coffee or something. Yeah. Yeah. Get get yourself a, uh, some sleeves. Half of a <laughs> box of sleeves. From Ultra Pro. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We've added 10 cards, which means we have to do the hardest thing in Commander. We have to take 10 cards out of the deck. Uh, starting with we're, with this first one, which is f a fairly easy cut for me. This is Crippling Fear, which yeah. is two black black sorcery, which is choose a creature type. Creatures that aren't of the chosen type get minus three, minus three until end of turn, which is, you know, a neat effect. It's all right. You'd probably choose a uh, goat. Yeah, I think so. You just no. wipe your board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you choose Sliver <laughs> and <laughs> you would wipe... A decent amount yeah, of your opponent's board. A lot of blockers. It It's probably fine in the deck. Um, I don't think it's as good or flexible as the other two board wipes in the deck. Yeah. Uh, one of which it destroys all creatures or hits all artifacts and enchantments. You just don't really need that many board wipes in this deck. I, you just don't. And the other one is like destroy everything but slivers, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is is really, really strong. So yeah. um, I, I think that's the one that can go. The next one is Icon of Ancestry. It's a three mana artifact. Uh, when it enters, you choose creature type. Creatures you control of the chosen type get plus one, plus one. And then you can three and tap and try and draw a sliver everything about this is too expensive yeah. You're, we're not spending three mana to get plus one plus one we're not spending three mana to maybe draw a card the anthem effect is something sli slivers can already do and yeah. are doing more efficiently and this doesn't work particularly well with the commander in any particular in any way yes up next is for the ancestors which is a a new card mm -hmm. um but it is two and a green and as an instant and it says 
choose a creature type. Look at the top six cards of your library. You, re you may reveal any number of cards of the chosen type from among them and put the revealed cards into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. And then it has flashback for three and a green. This card is okay. It's fine. It's like it's top, top hit is you could hit six slivers and get them all. And that would be yeah. sick. So we looked up the numbers on this. Yeah. And we're like, for the 40 slivers in the deck, you are roughly like 75% to get getting two, two or more. Or more. Yeah. So. Which is good. That means 25% of the time, about 25% of the time, yeah. you're getting one or zero. Right. Which is pretty unlikely. Yeah. But, but you know, it's just it's not also, that impactful. It's also like three mana draw two is fine. Yeah. And, and in order to draw three or more, it dropped to around 50-50. Yeah. It was a little less than 50% of right. three or more. Yeah. And that's... Not a great rate, and like especially with the with the draw spells that we're adding with the first sliver and the kindred discovery, and yeah. like those are just much stronger, more impactful draw spells than this card is. I'd much rather have, for instance, the the sliver cycler, yeah, which for sure you know, is getting you the slivers you want. People uh, are like, oh, it's an instant, so it's great, and you're like, slivers at instant speed doesn't really matter all yeah. that much unless you have the the sliver that lets you cast it flash speed. So I, there's just not quite enough upsides here. It's all right. We're not saying it's an unplayable card. It's all right. Up next, we have uh, uh, Rue Caramel, biologist, which can also be pronounced Rue Caramel, Rue depending Carmel? on where you're yeah. from. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and uh, we've already talked about this card a little bit. And I think Rue Caramel is very cool. Yeah. Very neat card. Does Everything's nothing. in here is, is a sliver. So Party this slivers. is a five mana creature that you have to pay three mana to make one sliver. And you're like, why can't you just be... <laughs> Like you don't anyway. D doesn't it, do anything. Pull it out of the deck. Yeah, it's not great in this deck. Make make a make make a rue caramel deck. If you yeah. Know. This next one is clot sliver. One in a black for a sliver that says each sliver gains two regenerate this creature. Two colon regenerate this creature. That is extremely expensive board protection that yeah, will save you maybe one sliver at a time. Regeneration is just not all that good these days. No, I, it's not a particularly strong uh, board protection spell, and we have lots in the deck. Th there's a lot of exile out there. Yeah, mm. I don't like it. Up next, we have winged sliver, which is one in a blue. All slivers gain flying for a 1-1. One, one. Um, this card is good. Yeah. It's, we just, it's redundant. There, there's a couple cards in the deck that already do this. Yeah, there's there's already two other slivers that give flying, and there's one that gives like basically sliver shadow. It uh -huh. like slivers can't be blocked by non-slivers. Yeah. Um, so having a, these redundant effects just makes them worse. Yeah. Uh, it also doesn't stack with your commander. No. So it just isn't the best thing we can be doing with our mana, especially if you can find a different sliver that gives it flying. A fine card, though, if you're deeply attached to it, you know, yeah. you do you. Next, we are cutting two-headed sliver, which is one in a red uh, for a 1-1. One, one. It says all sliver creatures have menace. Similar reasons. Yeah, we've got a lot of evasion going on in the deck. Doesn't stack. Yeah. Uh, next one's blade sliver. Two in a red for all slivers. Get plus one plus O. Oh. That is too expensive or too little a buff. We just yeah. added two two-mana ones that give plus one plus one. <laughs> Worse than the other ones and more expensive. 
These, uh, these last two have sort of similar reasoning. Yeah, I, I think, and I mean, we added in the muscle sliver and the other one, not called muscle sliver, but predatory. Exactly this. Predatory, mm-hmm. right. And they do similar things. Mite sliver and megantic sliver. Mm-hmm. Uh, mite sliver is for an, a green, and it gives all slivers plus two, plus two. Mm-hmm. And megantic sliver is five and a green and gives sliver creatures you control plus three, plus three. So they're huge anthems which obviously is very powerful and does scale with your commander but we figured it was more impactful to encore more slivers than rather than like three slivers that are getting plus three plus three like encoring you pay six mana for this on its own and you get like three i guess they're big but they don't have trample or anything plus nine plus nine but that's just keyword big yeah so wider is better in a sliver deck uh, especially when you're leaning on anthems as hard as this deck is i would much prefer to reanimate three two mana slivers that mm-hmm. give some big effect like that mm-hmm. than to spend all that mana on just giving on just reanimating uh, megantic sliver. Yep. Uh, but slivers are a sort of flavor to taste. If there's slivers that you like, if, if there's like a certain way that you're playing it, go nuts. Play your sliver. Pick the ones you love. <laughs> Use the, your, yours. <laughs> They'll all be the same when they're on the board. Yeah, that's the thing. Mm. I didn't even think about that. That's how, that's how the hive works. It's like, it's yeah, all very all one. Get this, out uh, of here, bro. Right. Yeah, they're very <laughs> adaptable. These papers are being a real problem. <laughs> all right. Those are the 10 cards we are taking out to make way for the 10 cards that we are adding to the deck. Before we go, we want to do a quick uh, talk about how the deck plays. Now that you've made the upgrades, what is what is a, a, a day in the life of the Sliver Grave so, this deck is going to be a little clunky out of the gate with the mana base. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're going to be playing a lot of tap lands and it'll take a little time to get things going. Um, but you are going to come out swinging very fast with slivers. If you get a couple down slivers, snowball hard, like yeah. you will get a bunch. And I think with this version of the deck, you can go ahead and overcommit to the board. You can mm-hmm. play every sliver you have and just be like, pow, 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 become a threat, take somebody out, go swinging and killing people. Yeah, slivers are a race car. You have to force mm-hmm. people to use their board wipe. And, and like, you have to force people to answer you because that's like, this is the most aggro aggro deck. Yes. And now you have a commander that says, oh, you aggroed too hard? Don't worry, I got you. Yeah. And I think one thing we were talking about is, I don't think this is a commander that you cast as soon as you've got the five mana. No, this doesn't really do anything for your slivers on board. I think you want to build out your sliver army and just attack, attack, attack. And then once you've been beaten down a bit, they've killed your important slivers. Mm. Maybe they've wiped the board once or twice. You can play out sliver grave mother and rebuild oh yeah and like we mentioned before there is one big turn with sliver grave mother so if you can if you have the mana to sliver grave mother and then get a couple of impactful slivers encored after that Mm -hmm. do it but it may be just like oh i guess i gotta rebuild cast your commander cast like a value piece and then and pass and be like you guys got me and then sliver 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 um i could definitely see a turn though where you like have Basal Sliver yeah. out on the battlefield. Yeah. And you play your commander, sacrifice like all your slivers, encore all your slivers, roll in with everything and just so tear sick. people up. That's such a sweet turn. Oh, I wanted to mention one more thing. When she dies the first time, send her to the graveyard. Yeah. You almost <laughs> never do that, but yeah, I think it's, it's worth it. And don't like... 
there's nothing to be afraid of, really. Because if she goes to the graveyard, she has an ability that sends her back to the command zone. Yeah. If you get bajuka bogged, you can still send her to the command zone. Like, it's it's any time your, your commander changes locations, you can send her back to the command zone. This doesn't really do anything crazy for you, but yeah. if you encore Sliver Grave Mother yeah. and then use the uh, the Sundial of the Infinite to mm-hmm. keep those three versions, uh-huh. you could then cast Sliver Grave Mother from the command zone again. And have a fourth. And have four commanders. <laughs> and that makes you eternally powerful. <laughs> Look how many I have. Yeah, this deck is awesome. I think it's a really cool iteration of Slivers. I think it's going to be a very powerful version. It's certainly more combat-based and a little less swarmy than, like, the first Sliver. Uh, definitely not as combo-y as Overlord. I-, I love that the design of the commander understands the, like, limitations and play pattern of Slivers so well. Yeah. And I-, I think it's really exciting and cool. Really cool deck. To the listeners, uh, what do you think of the Sliver Swarm precon? Any cards we missed? Any cards we suggested to take out that you disagree with? You're like, winged Sliver? How Why? dare you? I'm coming for you. Let us know. Um, neither of us have a sliver deck. So if you're a sliver pro, get in there and be like, actually, I would cut this one for these reasons. Those are helpful comments that help people that are building and upgrading this deck. Uh, if we talked about any cards that you were excited about, if you're like, I need a basil sliver, right? Basil sliver right now. Go to card. Might be basil too. Basil? I don't, we're not 100% sure. There, there, there's there's uh, basil uh, sliver, which yeah. makes all slivers taste a little bit a better. Li- a, a little <laughs> or like soap for one fourth of the people. That's not soap. That's, uh, that's, that's cilantro. Uh, Never mind. Yeah. Uh, okay. This card kingdom took off. <laughs> uh, you can pick up your basil sliver over at cardkingdom.com slash command they have a great selection of all of the singles and sealed product that you are looking for in your life it is commander masters season which means there are going to be a ton of singles that are priced relatively low and that are going to be as accessible as they're ever going to be they printed the like free uh, counterspell and removal like fierce guardianship that cycle they printed the uh the medallions. Uh, medallions yeah. finally will hopefully be at a price point where they are going to be accessible. Um, I'm just going to go pick up like a couple of all the medallions. I love building monocolored. So like the medallions are just such a like, yeah, I'm, I love I'm, them so much. I'm working on mono red right now. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, I could really the use medallion. a medallion. And they're get, catching a reprint here. So make sure you're paying attention to those prices. Check them over at cardkingdom.com slash command. And once all those sweet sliver singles are in your hands, go over to algebra.com slash command. Now I'm picturing like a sliver dating app and it's ridiculous. <laughs> sweet, sliver. sweet slivers. <laughs> you're a sweet swinging single. Uh, Slover. <laughs> gross. <laughs> Hated it. <laughs> Ultra Pro is the best way to protect your slivers deck uh slivers can be very expensive uh and really need to be protected well and themed well slivers love a coordinating outfit so go over to ultra pro and get the officially licensed magic art get your sliver grave mother play mat and sleeves uh see if they have a binder they do different merch for every different different set so uh go over there and see what they have available and make sure you're signed up for that newsletter so you can get those sweet sweet sliver deals again at ultrapro.com slash command.
All right, we uh, what we have talked about a lot about magic today. Let's spend a couple of minutes to talk about what you're doing outside the world of magic. Uh, I have. What been, are you into? I have been super into this cute little game called Dave the Diver. Okay, I love it already. It, Diving like like a water yep, diver down yep. into the water, and it is just this cute little indie game. It's like pixelated. Is it like scuba diver or like trick diver? Scuba diver. Okay, cute. Yeah, and, and you are this guy named Dave yeah. who basically gets employed by a sushi restaurant. I've seen the video about this. It's so cute, and it's so much fun. You just dive down and you're collecting fish. You have like a harpoon and and a net gun and stuff like that. And you are just collecting fish for this sushi restaurant during the day. And at night, you have to be a server at the sushi restaurant. Long day. It's Dave. It's so fun, though. <laughs> it's It's got, like, two major parts of the game. There's the diving one, which is, like, exploring. And, and the thing is that you're diving. The cave you dive in changes every day. Ugh, what a nightmare. It, it, so, you know, there's always new things to explore. But there's tons of different fish. And you upgrade your equipment so that mm-hmm. you can go under longer. And eventually, you start finding, like, sea people. Whoa. And what people you don't bring it back to the sushi restaurant right (laughs) no no not yet maybe i haven't gotten to the end (laughs) i mean but it's it's great and so you mix between trying to find things uh underwater Mm. during the day and keeping the customers happy and sometimes there will be like customers who come in and they're like i'll never be satisfied by your sushi Unless perhaps you were to bring me a moray eel, <laughs> maybe that could satisfy me. I suppose. <laughs> and then you have to go find a moray eel. Yeah, to and, win over this one jerk. <laughs> and it's just loaded with these hilarious animations. I saw the cutscenes are, are like crazy. so funny and so intense. The like sushi chef looks <laughs> looks like a mob boss. He's like. <laughs> He's it's very all serious. Very like cutscene anime, like high contrast. The guy who makes your your weapons, like yeah. your your special underwater guns. Is that the so, hacker guy? Yeah. Yeah, with all the like wires on his fingers. <laughs> he's like the guy from he's like the guy who had no life in the South Park sure. World of Warcraft episode. But whenever he like makes you a new weapon, he has these like gauntlets with wires connected to it, and you see him do this like as he assembles the weapon and it's this hyper dramatic thing as he's this like you know anime so nerd doing all of it i i was watching somebody play it and he was like just wandering around looking for like discs or something yeah and then he turns down the rock and he's like shark and he just turns <laughs> right back around and then you gotta run or fight it, the shark don't fight this shark he's Sometimes a good boy can. yeah eventually <laughs> you have to you have to load up your weapons enough so you can take down a shark comfortably yeah Sounds sweet. Very I, fun. It's a very pretty game. I uh, enjoyed very much the YouTube video. I watched Despite sometimes it. running into sharks, I find it very like peaceful and calming. Yeah. I, See, I feel like I'd be lost in an underwater cave and just be like, I'm dying. I'm dying down here. I'm drowning. And I feel physically like I'm drowning. Well, the way out is always up. Yeah, but what if there's no up and you have to go down? <laughs> they, to they, get they, up? They, they, there's little places you find where they can send okay. escape pods. I have terrible sense of direction. So I'm always afraid of getting lost in a place that I can't. Anyway. It's fun. Trust me. <laughs> I'm also bad at video games for that reason. Uh, I got lost all the time in Stray. It's a very easy oh, game yeah, to you're navigate. A cat, right? Yeah, yeah. It's really easy to navigate. And AD was trying. My partner was trying to help me, and he was like, he was like, yeah, just go back to the guy that gave you that thing. It was like, no idea where he is. Well, there couldn't is tell. A cat not at a hundred miles. The <gasps> Does he dive? 
<laughs> the cat? Yeah. No. Does he go down with you and have a little helmet? No, he stays in the sushi restaurant. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's a good place for a cat. All righty. Before we go, we're going to say a big thank you to our amazing team here at the Command Zone. Thank you to Damon Lentz, Eric Lemp, Megan Yip, Garab Galati, Jamie Block, Arthur Meadowcroft, Manson Lung, Josh Murphy, Jake Boss, Sam Waldo, Evan Limberger, Lady Danger, Craig Blanchett, Katie Cole, Mitch Trafford, Gabriel Pozos, Josh Lee Quiet, Jimmy Wong, and to Jordan Bridgen for joining me in this episode. That's me. Thanks yeah. for having me. And thanks for writing such fun ads. Oh, I try, you know? Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you next time. For further inquiries, send an email to commandcast at rocketjump.com or ask us on Twitter at JF Wong and at Josh Lee Kwai. See you later, alligator. Greetings, humans. <laughs> <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.